0: Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless
1: potential. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host,
0: Kathy Gruber.
1: And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we have a very special guest, Donna Campbell. And uh, I I know we were talking a little bit before we started hitting record. You're going to love today's episode. And when you listen and hear what Donna has to say, and you start doing some of these things, your life is going to change dramatically. So I am building up a little bit, but Donna, why don't you introduce yourself, tell everybody a little bit about what you do, because it's just fabulous what you're doing.
2: All right, well, thank you so much, Jason and Kathy for having me here, I'm excited. This is amazing. And um, for everyone out there, I'm Donna Campbell. I am known as the Mind Whisperer because I have an innate ability to help you uncover your hidden subconscious energies, things that are blocking you from creating a life that you really want to have. And we're consciously aware of our thoughts about 10% of the time. The other 90% are deeply hidden and we don't know what's happening. And the law of attraction says your thoughts create your reality. But your thought will only come into existence about 30 to 40% of the time. The other 90% or the other percentage there to have it come into all of the time is the thoughts and feelings, the emotions underneath that thought that create the reality. So often we don't know that we are sending out energy signals of, say, anger or frustration or depression or sadness. And when we shift and change those to a higher frequency, then that thought will start creating what you want to have in life.
0: Yeah, I love it. And as a, you and I talked about this before our, before we had a, our session, I'm a hypnotherapist. And we talk about how trying to get into that subconscious and tap into those subconscious to release those blocks, to release those limiting thoughts. Sometimes we don't even know they're there. You know, and There's a technique I teach called mental bank that basically rewires your ideas around money and accomplishment. And, you know, you find that maybe you heard your father always saying, oh, those rich bastards making more than 25000 a year. Da, 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 da So now you make 24999 and there's part of you that's going, I don't know. you know, and you don't know it. You exactly. don't realize that that's programmed in. You wonder why you can never break that ceiling. Who knows what happened that you heard just in passing uh, mm-hmm. that got embedded in your subconscious. So I love this conversation. I'm so excited about it.
1: Well, and it's, and it's that whole idea. I mean, like you said, right, 90, 95% of what we do is all subconscious. So why can we not figure out? Because it never makes it to our consciousness, right? Right. And so that's why when we're trying to think our way through something, good luck with that, right? Because your your consciousness probably is never picking up on it. And it's, it's funny, Kathy, that you bring that up about like the 25,000, right? There are so many of these boundaries that we set for ourselves, you know, people wanting to get to six figures and, Oh, I just can't get to six figures. That's a boundary, you know, 500, a million. I mean, there's, there's like these different boundaries that almost, I mean, so many people, they get up to that point and they just can't get past. Right. I mean, I was that way. I had a boundary (laughs) up until this last year. Right, that I just couldn't get past a certain revenue point, and last year I went past it. Right, so it's it's funny. So Donna, t- you know, let's get in. Let's start talking about this because I'm sure as people are listening, they're like, "Oh, that's totally me." Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I work a lot with purpose-driven business owners just for that very thing that you said, Jason, because we create these invisible boundaries or these invisible limits that we just can't get on the other side over to get to that next level. And through the process, I can take you through it to get to that next level, to to release what was holding us back, getting into the energy that propels and moves us forward. And that's what my book, Financially Fit, is about. I'm formerly a financial advisor and a managing principal. And this book is really all the stuff I wish I knew before I was a financial advisor to help people create that world of wealth that they're looking for.
1: All right. I, I, I was going to say, because it's interesting, because you've got the financial advising background, right? And and how much of the time do we self-sabotage ourselves, even like that? You know, maybe as a financial advisor, you might be suggesting something and people don't go along with it just, again, because of some of these subconscious things that they're self-sabotaging themselves about. Yeah.
0: Um- Well, and I was thinking too, how, how this applies to so many other things. You know, we talk about, I can never find that perfect relationship. I can never weigh 130 pounds. I could, you know, how many people get to 132 and are like, damn it, I have those two more pounds. You know, some of that of course is a set point in our own bodies. And though, what is that point where we're sabotaging ourselves, where we, we get so close and we have the extra four brownies. I wouldn't it's not me. I wouldn't do that. That's I'm talking about myself. But, you know, it's like, yeah, no, not at all. Uh, You know, so it's like, I see this apply to so many other areas. And when the secret came out, one of the biggest complaints about the secret was it was all physical stuff. It was the Ferrari. It was the house. It was the vacation. It was the, and this translates to everything, to spiritual development, to emotions, to relationships, to love, to, so, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we look at it from the thing of money because that's a symbol and that goes directly to our subconscious. So it helps us, apply in all other areas. Am I, I mean, do you agree with that, Donna, or am I off oh, on that? Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, the reason why I put together Financially Fit first is because money is a form of energy and we are energy beings. So money is the outward expression of who we are. So what's happening in your life is how your money is behaving because by mm-hmm. itself, there's no, it doesn't have an intention but the way the universe works is it's only reading that subconscious frequency that we are sending out and returning that to you. So if we can shift and clear a block around money, it's going to affect your health. It's going to affect your relationships because it's only reading that energy code. To give you an example, um, I had a couple of years ago had dated this person and I didn't want to date them anymore. It wasn't in alignment. It wasn't you know, the best fit for me. And I just kind of started pushing back and resisting, saying, no, mm, no, no, thank you, but no. And a while later, I had sat down and had lunch with a friend and instead of, hi, how are you? Haven't seen you in a while. It was, what is all this resistance about? And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, you have resistance. It's all around you. What is this about? And I'm like, well, this situation. And she's like, knock it off. You know how this works. You're resisting everything in your life. You're resisting money and you're resisting this and you're resisting that. I'm like, okay. Okay. Thank you. I'll go work on myself. <laughs> I'll go change this. So
0: We love those friends.
2: <laughs> right? We do. She totally pointed yeah. it out. It was totally true. I didn't know the magnitude of the resistance. I knew there was resistance, but I didn't know how strong it felt until she shared that with me. And then I realized that was, was running my life. And I needed to shift and change that, and when I did, everything else started opening up, and all the other opportunities. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I love it. So t- tell us what a session with you looks like, because I had I had a little, just quick one. I'm mm-hmm. about to go book up like a big one, but like, how do you work? How did you figure out? I'm asking multiple questions. How did you figure out you could do this first of all? And how do you work with individuals?
2: Um, okay, how did I figure out that I knew I had this ability to do this? Yep. When I left the financial services world, um, my health deteriorated um, for two years. I couldn't digest food. My marriage ended when I realized that digesting food is about digesting life. And there was things in my marriage I couldn't digest. And then, of course, um, I became financially devastated, even though I followed all of the money rules. So I had three wake up calls. And those are the same three areas clients ask for health, wealth, and relationships, because we want happiness, prosperity, and love. And it was through that whole process, I ended up living in an ashram, which is a spiritual living community for a year, because I saw that I was the common denominator to it all. So I started studying brainwave patterns, meditation techniques, science, physics, you name it, because I knew that there was something underneath my circumstances that was holding it in place. I had met a medicine woman who taught me this simple strategy called pivot and shift, and she meant it in the physical context and said that if there's something that's happening in the room that you don't like, you can get up, you can move your body, you can change positions, wash your hands, get a glass of water, leave, because every time you physically move, it shifts and changes the energy. And then I realized that you can apply it emotionally and that in every moment, every frequency, every possibility exists. So if you're in a moment of frustration or anger or depression, and you don't like it, you have this ability to immediately shift it. So then I went into private practice um, as an energy healer and for 11 years worked with clients internationally. And for the last two years, I've uncovered this process that you can use. And I can show you how to use it even to make those energetic shifts and change it to create that life. Um, So it's been 25 years of me as a financial advisor, me as an energy healer to put this all together. And it's the process that I use today. So what a session looks like, we would just connect. I would Go into an alternate uh, brainwave pattern it's a form of meditation i'm shifting those. And then I ask to enter your space, so I can do the energy reading and understand and see everything that's going on, and when you tell me what you want to shift and change. Then I start going through different questions to understand where that energy got encoded and then through that pivot and shift strategy we change it in that moment to what it was that you wanted.
0: Jason's thinking.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's like it's like it 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 sounds so simple.
2: It is simple. It, it
1: is it is simple, but it's like you said, it's taken you twenty five years to figure out how to do this, right? And so, you know, those of us that are sitting there, and I'm sure, I mean, I've had these feelings. I'm sure everybody who's listening has had these feelings, right? Where sometimes you're sitting there and you're like, God damn it, what is wrong? Why can I not right. whatever? It is right. Mm-hmm. And and we don't know what it is. And so again, moving into that alternative brainwave pattern, right? So we can access the subconscious more. You in your ability to actually be able to read energy mm-hmm. of people and start to then ask the questions, right? Because this is one thing that you know one of my mentors always tells me the, the, the answer is always within. Mm-hmm. And and you're just helping people. It goes back to that word resistance, right? We, we all want to resist. And the minute that we stop resisting and allow and allow those answers to come out, then again, you're able to help your clients clear those blocks. And then it's like, <sighs> right? I mean, you experience that in your life too.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I have to do the same thing for myself. What's interesting is because in, you don't have to know meditation. You don't know how need to know how to manually shift your brain waves in order to utilize this, um, because I'm in a shared energy space with you. Physics says there's no time and space. And when I enter your space, I become a part of you and you become a part of me. And we are in a shared energy field. Right now, the three of us are in a shared energy field because we're having this conversation. And because I know how to do this when I enter your space, what happens is energetically, you start shifting your brainwave patterns to start matching mine as an automatic process. And you don't even know it's happening. So naturally, you're going to start feeling calmer or more peaceful or more, a little bit different in the process because we've combined our shared energy fields. Mm-hmm. This reminds
0: me of the example, because when I teach meditation and mindfulness and affirmations and you know, all this stuff, inevitably I have someone sitting there going, this is such bullshit. Um, and it reminds me of the experiment where they put two pianos next to each other and they hit one note and the piano next to it started vibrating at that same frequency. Exactly. It's, we are all sharing this stuff. We're all sharing this energy. and. Uh, you know, I remember talking to my father years ago about some alternative medicine technique that has had really good research behind it, and really good, and he was very skeptical about things like that. Said, well, if it's that easy. Why isn't everybody doing it? And I said, have you ever heard of it before? Like, it, it can, stuff can be that simple. You know, stuff can be this easy, and just because we've not heard of it yet, and you're not reading about it on the cover of time, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So, do you run into a lot of skeptics? Do they even find, I mean, like I would assume a skeptic wouldn't even find you, but if you're talking to someone who just goes out, this is bullshit. Do you have a rebuttal to
2: that? You know, um, not necessarily a rebuttal, but what happens is I like, I'm working with a wife. She'll put the husband on the phone. And this really did happen. He had kidney stones. Mm -hmm. and he had a lot of doubt. Now, I had met him before. He kind of knew, but no, 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 not for me. This is still a little kind of different and weird. And one time she put him on the phone because of the kidney stones. And he said that I have to go in next week for the sonar wave procedure to vibrate them out. And I said, well, let's just use the process here. And I sent over, energetically, being in their space, the frequency that was needed for him to release the kidney stones. Now I knew I had a week. They were kind of big. There was two of them. I saw the before picture. I have the after picture. And I'm like, give yourself a couple of days, but somehow energetically, he totally accepted everything. And less than 24 hours later, I had a photo of those kidney stones out. He didn't have to do the sonar wave procedure, go through all of that. He was able to do his business travel. The following week I'm working on Him working with him about cat allergies (laughs) so um, it works on all things what else do you think shifted and changed in his life because we changed the energy frequency of those kidney stones so other aspects of his life started also changing as well
1: well and, and I want to ask you a question about that because it's you know again it's the synchronicities and like you said our shared energy field now as well right so when we've had a hypnotist on before, guess who gets to be the guinea pig? Moi, yep. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> so um, so it's probably not a coincidence that this morning I woke up with some back pain that I haven't had for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. And so just like you were talking about this man with the kidney stones, a lot of times these energy blocks show up in some physical ailment, Right. right. Um, so, you know, again, I have gone, I mean, for, for a long time, it was, I was having this same kind of back pain, Mm -hmm. no excuse. I mean, no physical reason for it. And I've gone now probably a few months Mm -hmm. without really feeling it. But this morning Mm -hmm. I'm feeling it again, right? Like, like this, this poking, uh, in my upper back near my right shoulder blade mm-hmm. where it just feels like there's something there mm-hmm. right um, so when things like that happen too I mean are there are there maybe different parts of the body that means certain things or again how do you because I don't have this gift yet of being able to read the energy like you do Mm-hmm. But how, how do you know, or how do you start trying to help diagnose this with mm-hmm. people when they have these things that come up?
2: Right. So, for you, um, because of the location, I'm going to say it's like right here in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it crosses between two areas one is family, and one is carrying burdens. So, there's an energy of that you're carrying all the burden in a family or in a context of a relationship because it's your left side, it's your feminine side. So I know it has to do with a female or somebody in the family, such as mom or grandma or, 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 so we'd have to uncover that. What I would do knowing that piece there is I would ask you first, when you feel the energy and the pain that's poking at you there, what does it feel like? What energy or emotion is that?
1: Ouch. I mean, so, so let me, let me think about that. Cause again, right. I haven't really, really thought about that, but this whole idea of family and burdens. Yes. That does resonate with me. Right. As well, because, you know, I'm the trustee for a couple of family trusts. Uh, there's some family dynamics and issues there. You know, me as far as the primary financial earner in, in with my wife, um, and, and, and it's interesting that you use the word burden, because another word that I will use sometimes is I feel heavy, mm-hmm. which sometimes also goes back to the word sad, right? That sometimes when we feel heavy, when we feel burdened, we feel sad, and the energy that we let off is sad. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I've noticed that in myself, right? For, for a few years, I've been for 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 a t- rewind 2 3 years ago mm-hmm. i was much more sad than i am now because i've been trying to no i'm i'm stopped using the word trying i am incorporating more fun in my life and being more fun and light instead of the heavy and sad
2: mm-hmm. right okay so close your eyes for a moment okay where do you feel the sadness out in your body?
1: Again, right now, the only thing I'm feeling is that that part in the back.
2: Okay. So when was the very first time you can remember feeling that energy in your back? It might have been little even. The burden of sadness.
1: Mm-hmm. This is where I, I struggle some. I've had very different sad things experienced mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, one before was when my brother died, when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm sure there has to be things before and after and everything else too, right? Yeah. So when you
2: were a teenager, what age was that? 15. So was there a time before 15 that you can remember a portion of that energy being in you?
1: I don't know. I mean, I Not right now.
2: Okay. so then what we would do if we were in an actual session um, and you can open your eyes um, is unravel what happened around those events and why that sadness got encoded there as one of the points of origin. And then it will open up the doorway and access it to a previous time to when it first started so we can change that energy. Because what happened here is as much as you have done consciously. To make these shifts and changes, there's a point somewhere in that time frame that your mind got stuck in a mind loop tying sadness to in an event. So then it just keeps facilitating and rolling and going forward to the next layer, the next layer, the next layer until we embody it. And then we have the pain in the shoulder around it. And then when we change it, what happens is that higher frequency comes in. And when it when it changes in that higher frequency, that higher frequency goes through every aspect of your body, this will stop. I'm also willing to bet that when this starts feeling and flaring up is when you maybe even just a week or so before things start coming for like the trusts and the things with your wife. And so it's like a precursor to events that are coming because the body and the energy already knows. Already so knows that it's coming. Right. And so uh, there's um, a cyclical pattern that happens and the body's starting to giving you indication that events are coming up and it's keeping you stuck in this loop. Mm.
1: Yeah, because again, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm still working on tapping into feeling my energy more because I've been trained as a thinker, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a CPA auditor by training. I mean, very analytical, um, and so i'm working on it i'm working on it i'm getting there but it's but it's interesting because you know like you said that that burden and and to me it kind of goes back to feeling the weight of caretaker responsibilities financially
2: right and what is happening now even though you're carrying it on your shoulder at the time with your brother i would be willing to bet money that, that sadness is in your heart space yeah. and that heartache and heartbrokenness that started it just moved from here to back here which is kind of almost the back side of the heart mm-hmm. area
1: well and, and what's what's interesting right is again I feel the pain on the right side
2: mm-hmm.
1: but when mm-hmm. I when I use a massager on my back where I where I feel it at that point is the left side yeah the left side is is sore and is pulling the right side and feeling it on the right, but it's really the left where that energy is probably
2: trapped. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you go through the whole process, that energy releases because it's the emotion and the feeling that gets tied. So if we stay in a lower energy vibration, such as sadness, eventually it does go into the physical body because it condenses our energy field. But when we're in the higher emotions, like the happiness and the joy and the peace, it expands out our energy field. And because it expands out, our energy is free flowing and fluid. You don't encompass it in the physical body. Yeah. As a massage
0: therapist and someone who studied with Louise Hay and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting because people come to me with physical issues and I've had so many people on my table with low back pain where some people I know they lifted something heavy it's it's a physical thing Mm -hmm. that might be an emotional or spiritual or you know energetic vulnerability for them but you know they say "Eh, I pulled something playing tennis great there are times though where I've got someone on my table and I'll go into the whole mind body thing and I'll say well you know low back is support issues money issues sex issues relationship issues and they go Jesus which one do you want to hear about first Uh, because there is that energetic stuff there and I've said this to you know construction workers and guys or plumbers crawling under houses who you would think their stuff is just oh I have a rib out because as soon as you said that Jason my first thought was go to the chiropractor you have a rib out not to say there's not an energetic component behind that so I have this like massage anatomy brain and then this reiki spiritual you know energetic one and i have to keep mixing the two of them but it's interesting You know, i've had guys who are sure they just lifted something heavy and it turns out to be some deep-seated you know sexual issue from childhood or their wife or their spouse or you know so I, i'm loving this conversation it's so fascinating and you know just having that quick reading with you i could feel a shift and it kind of changed my mind, Uh, not changed my mind, it it shifted my perspective on some of the blocks that I'm having. Um, So tell us, we're getting getting close, running out of time. Tell us about the book, what is in the book and then how can people book an appointment with you?
2: Oh my goodness. So Financially Fit is out and you can get it, um, well, we'll give you guys the link. And it's really about the process and what's underneath all the hidden stuff in creating that world of wealth. So I share my story in the book and I also make some relationship connectors to how money is energy, you are energy. So when we talk about ourselves, when I work with clients, often they get to the energy of, I want to feel worthy. I didn't know that, you know, I, I wasn't appreciated. I'm not valued. And when we talk about money from a financial planning standpoint, Huh. Well, here is your net worth, your portfolio appreciated or depreciated this amount. Oh. Um, here is the value of your assets. And the universe is only reading the energy that your fre- frequency that you're sending out. It's not looking at it. Well, it's only about money, not about everything else. And so it takes you through that to make that relationship connection that you are a divine essence. And how you feel about money is how money behaves, how money is behaving. There's a component to what it's in within you. And then I go through and talk about things that sabotage. You're sabotaging afterthoughts. I talk about the energies we need to be in, which I could have called virtues. How to manifest and create um, for purposeful creation, how it ties into sex, money, power, control. They're all interconnected. And then how to start really creating your own financial affluence story. So those are all the components in this one book. And I talk about that pivot and shift strategy and how to start using it for you.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, I also, to book a session with me, all you have to do is go to my website, DonnaCampbell.com. And there's a link there on that says sessions. You just click on it and then you can experience a session. I do have a program that's gonna be coming out as well, the Financially Fit Program. And I should have that here, well, within the next week or two finalized. So if you wanted to go through the program training that goes with the book, you can do that as well.
1: Well, I'm guessing people if they go to your website, Donna when that comes out,
2: it'll be it'll
1: be it'll be linked there as well, then too, right? And and I think that's that's it. I'm I'm glad that you're doing that too, because you know, I, I have a training company and I've studied learning for a long time and everybody thinks, well, I'm just going to go buy the book and that's going to give me all the answers and I'm going to be fine. Eh, right? right. Reading a book is great. And I, I encourage books. I mean, we've all written books, right. <laughs> and, and I love books, but having a program or going through a session with you actually puts it into practice mm-hmm. because if you just read the book and put it on the shelf, it's shelf help right and so glad that you (laughs) haven't heard that before oh my gosh that's huge in the education area it's like you know that's not self-help that's just shelf help because you just you read it you put it on you didn't do anything different right because that's where if we're going to incorporate if we're going to do these things you actually got to do something different and and so having the program having the ability to talk with you one-on-one That's the doing to get the energies unblocked, right?
2: Absolutely. absolutely. Books give you the foundation. And then you really have to either go through a session with some mentoring or the program to apply it.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. So tell people again, your website.
2: It is DonnaCampbell.com. So D-A-W-N-A Campbell.com.
0: Awesome. 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 This was such a fantastic show. I'm so glad I met you. I love LinkedIn. We just connected
2: with you guys. You guys are amazing. Oh,
0: thanks. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I don't remember how we, you and I connected. I think you reached out to me and we connected and I did the session and here we are, you know, you never know where things are going to lead. The universe unfolds. Oh, the intuition. (laughs) Exactly. And unfolds exactly the way it's supposed to. Exactly. We are exactly where we're supposed to be. Excellent. Well, I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com.
1: And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, get Donna's book. Uh, You know, if it resonates to you, sign up with a session uh, with her and get into her program. Because again, this is great stuff and it works. It works. So do it. Uh, And with that, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth podcast. See ya. See ya.